With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Whether they drafted or not, 
their first year, and then next thing you know, they want to act roster, and they contribute to some way, and then wind up becoming a big deal in the NFL, like the Adam Dillons of the world, the Johnny Hecklers of the world, the Thunder for the Los Angeles Rams. You just when you see these guys really blowing up, but it's always something special when you have players that had to wait and had to wait and had to wait, and then finally, they finally got the opportunity to showcase what they can do in the NFL. And sometimes it takes a couple of years. And then if we keep it in the perspective of uh, sometimes it probably takes all the way up to the last game of the season. And this was the situation where Philadelphia Eagles running back Jason Huntley. Not Tyler Huntley, but Jason Huntley. Don't worry about it. They're not related. Jason is from Texas. <laughs> Tyler's from Florida. So two different Huntleys, both guys came in. Via the NFL Regional Combine, I would say the list, because 2020, we did not have a workout. So he was one of those players that was on that list of players that got filtered to all 32 teams in the league, and the, 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 team, the teams in the league look at this list. So I say that a lot of times it's true. They look at this list, and that helped with the process. Now, Huntley was actually drafted in 2020 by the Detroit Lions in the fifth round. He was the 172nd overall pick in that draft in the fifth round. But he never saw the field as a Detroit Lion. I would say, well, he played in the preseason, but never saw the field as a Detroit Lion in in, uh, in a regular season game. So he did not make the 53-man roster. So he was put on waivers. A week later, the Philadelphia Eagles picked him up, put him on the practice squad, and he spent. And when he first got there, he did play in five games that season. He did play in five games that season. But in that whole entire season, in those five games, he carried the ball only five times for 19 yards. So he did see the field in his rookie year, but he wound up getting right, getting placed right back on the practice squad, was there through the whole offseason, knowing the system, and came into this season on the practice squad. So he still was on the team, but just waiting for his time, waiting for his time. And the Philadelphia Eagles had some good running backs, some good running backs. And I knew that if he just persevered and stayed the course, his chance would, opportunity would come. And so that's what happened. In week 17, he was promoted to the active roster, but he did not see the field in week 17. But everything changed in week 18, the finale, knowing that the Philadelphia Eagles pretty much had already locked up a playoff spot. So that was good on that part. Players, they wanted to rest. And so when by rest or injury, however the opportunity may come, you take it. And Jason took it, and he ran with it. Matter of fact, he ran the ball 13 times for 51 yards. And on kickoff returns, he had three attempts, and he amassed 84 yards in a kickoff return. Now, I would, I would like to say this was like his big debut. He, uh, he did see the field in his rookie season. But this is one of those situations going into the postseason that they have another weapon that if their postseason – run in, you know, um, little sooner, which most people believe. But at least going into next year, at least the Eagles know that, okay, they have another player on their depth chart they're going to have to really pay attention to because he's a legitimate player. Now, I believe that this will be one of those situations where the Eagles are going to have to really account for this. So going to next season will be something special, but let's see at the same time how the Eagles are going to carry, how they're going to use them if, they use them during this postseason run. Stay tuned. We'll talk about the Eagles in their postseason run um, after, you know, um, later on in the show. Nick Westbrook-Akina, wide receiver for the 
Tennessee Titans. And talking about this young man all season, this young man is very special, um, very talented. And although he still saw the field with A.J. Brown and with Julio Jones, he still was, excuse me, he still was making hay on the field, showing that he can be a legitimate player in the league. However, when those guys went down briefly for some injuries, his role had increased, which was great. One of his biggest strengths with the Tennessee uh, Titans this year is his ability to come up big on third down. Third down situations, Westbrook Aquina had been huge throughout the season. Time and time again, Ryan Tannehill had went to this young man to help in those third down situations. As a matter of fact, out of his out of his four hundred and seventy six receiving yards this season, hundred and ninety four of those yards came came via on third down situations. And the best part about that, fourteen of those third those third down situations balls that he caught, eleven of those he had converted into first down. So that says a lot. In a critical situation, there were some situations, especially in week 18, where Ryan Tannehill was thought he was trapped. He was, you know, he was actually ready to get sacked, but he got out of it, and somehow he found Westbrook Aquina, uh, you know, got a sideline and connected with him. It just really shows how much confidence that Tannehill has in this young man, knowing that if they're in a sticky situation, he's going to make the big play. Did it all season long. In the week 18, same thing. In a must-win game in Week 18, where the when the, the Titans they were already in the playoffs, but they won that number one seed. The Kansas City Chiefs had won that game previously, that uh, Saturday night early in uh, Week 18. So the so the Titans had to win this game to seal up the number one seed. So it was a must-win, and they did that. They was able to secure it. And what Booker Kina had played a major major role in that. He had four receptions, led the team in receptions and also led the team in receiving yards at 78. And also, he scored his fourth touchdown of the season in that matchup. <clears throat> and all his touchdowns that he got this season came against divisional opponents, <laughs> which is remarkable. All his touchdowns, all four of them, came against divisional opponents. So that was great on his part. Just to get across the goal line is always huge. But most importantly, to be a factor for your team is always, always a great, great thing. And we definitely want to talk about this young man, especially leading up into the divisional round when the Tennessee Titans take the field. So Westbrook Aquina is truly a factor for the number one seed in the AFC. You listen to Lock of Talk on the Bachelor News Radio Network, but make sure you guys go to thebachelornews.airtime.pro to check this show out every day, 9 a.m. and 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Okay, now for the quick one down. Now, Keenan Cole, now I've been talking about Keenan Cole all year, formerly with the Jacksonville Jaguars, how he has he did not score a touchdown all season. That's not like him. He normally would have a couple by now. But he did not score a touchdown this season, and I kept saying he's going to get one. Well, folks, he finally got across that goal line for the first time this year. When the Jets went up against the Buffalo Bills, he had three receptions for 54 yards, and, yes, he was able to pull in his first and only touchdown for the season. Now, there was one questionable call against the Cincinnati Bengals in week eight, but we're not going to get into that. <laughs> no, so it's not a problem. So not get into that, but he was able, you know, to get across the goal line. And despite the way how the Jets season went, 
hopefully um, the, Jets, the Jets are right there. They try to get themselves together. But wherever Keenan Cole goes to next year, I'm quite sure, hopefully he'll be used, he's used in a, a great way because he's a, a premium receiver in this league. Washington football team's linebacker, Cole Holcomb. Cole Holcomb had himself a fantastic year. We know that the Washington football team fell short to get into the playoffs this year. No problem. The team is still still trying to find their way. You know, they're up and down with a quarterback situation. I think Tyler Heineke is a good quarterback, but we'll see what Washington do moving forward. Knowing that next year's crop of quarterbacks is not the greatest, so I'm quite sure that Washington will roll with this quarterback for another season, which is okay. But the defense, and I would say for the most part, that was banged up. It was expecting uh, – we were expecting Washington's defense to be a lot more stout this year, but unfortunately they had their spurts, they had their peaks, but was not that type of team that closed out the 2020 season. But Cole Holcomb, linebacker for the Washington football team, solid, solid season, his best season as a pro. He actually finished the season with 11 tackles, but that's not the biggest story. The biggest story is that – we talked about this tackle race between him and Kumar Couchet-Hill, Houston Texans linebacker. How the the tackle record, the players who came through the NFL Regional Combine, how that was going to be challenged. Um, last year, Terrell Adams, linebacker for the San Francisco 49ers, he set the record of 125 tackles, breaking the record that Cole Holcomb set in his rookie, in rookie season in um, 2019, when Cole Holcomb had 105, that's when you saw Terrell Adams come up with 125. But with this race going forward, and we knew that Cole Holcomb and Kumar Crochet Hill both was gunning for that 125. But Cole Holcomb had took that um, ball up, raised that ball up a little higher, because he wound up finishing with 142 tackles. Yes, the most tackles in the season set by a player that came through the NFL Regional Combine as he amassed 142 tackles to set the record for the NFL Regional Combine and also for his personal high, which I see that this young man will continue continue being a short, short tackler for the white football team for many years to come. And Tyler Huntley, quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens, he capped the season against the Pittsburgh Steelers, having the opportunity, if they were won that game, they would have been in the playoffs, had an opportunity, but they fell short. He completed 16 out of 31 attempts, 141 yards, and two interceptions. So he didn't finish out with his best game. And then Sam Franklin, linebacker for the Carolina Panthers, he finished with five tackles against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And Miami Dolphins cornerback Nick Needham had amassed two tackles to close out his um, solid season, his best season as a pro so far. So that was a solid breakdown. And also, with other players that we're going to talk about leading into the playoffs. We're going to take a short break, a short pause. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about the wild card weekend, how the NFL regional combine players can play a major role in the Super Wild Card weekend. And then we're going to talk about the ACCU presence in wild card, Super Wild Card weekend as well. You listen to Locker Talk on the Bachelor News Radio Network. If you've got a clog up nose, simply toughy. If he's got a snuffly nose, simply sassy. If the rest of you feel fine, but your nose is out of line, give your schnozzle what it needs, simply stuffy. Simply stuffy. From the makers of children's Tylenol, it has only the medicine your child needs to make a stuffy nose simply disappear. If you want to smell a rose, get your stuff out of your nose. 
All right, welcome back. Hey, you guys, I'll tell you what, tell you what, today, you know, this is Featured Artist Week on Friday. You know, we always want to feature an album, feature a group, and tonight, 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 guys, I'll tell you, make sure you tune in from 530 to 6 because we have the one and only, the greatest band of all times. Yes, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Who you like? We'll talk about somebody nowadays. Ain't no real bands nowadays. Everybody use everything off a computer. But the Earth, Wind, and Fire, the greatest band of all time. You know, their music transcended. You can never, it can never, ever get old. These guys are the greatest of all time. Make sure you guys tune in at 530 to 6 o'clock today. Um, they have a lot of songs. I do not know how in the world L.A. is going to get send most of those songs in. They have a pick of a litter of so many great songs to pick. That's, trust me, if you love good music, definitely tune in to the or mostly everything from Earth, Wind, and Fire. Okay, folks, here we go. <clears throat> when we talk about some good stuff, Dealing with the NFL, uh, dealing with the NFL regional combine, this super uh, wild card weekend is going to be loaded with some good stuff. And we'll jump right into it. Not even going to hesitate. Now, when we talk about the regional combine present for this wild card weekend, I'm going to sum it up in just two words: special teams. It's going to come down to special teams for the regional combine players to really show out today. I mean, this week, some good plays, some good players. And we'll talk about some other players we didn't talk that talk that much about this year. And one of the players that jumps out off the back is wide receiver for the Las Vegas Raiders, Tyrod Johnson. Tyrod Johnson floated on the scene last year when he was with a member of the Los Angeles Chargers. I thought for sure the Chargers would have bring him back, but they did not. And so he started the season off with Jacksonville. Jacksonville, Jack Walsh really didn't use him as much. I think he only had just like five catches for them all season long. I'm off for 12 targets. But he wound up signing with the Las Vegas Raiders towards the end of the season. And when he got there, they have not used him as a receiver, although he is, in my opinion, a proven deep ball threat. Now, they've used him a lot, primarily only on special teams. Um, he had his best um, outing with special teams a couple of weeks ago when he had um, two returns that equal up to a um, total of 43 yards. So he was able to shine there. But he made a big play against his former team to close out the season in week 18 against the Chargers where he had forced a huge fumble early in the first half of that game. It kind of set the tone for uh, for the Raiders for that matchup. And we know that the Raiders, they won. Hey, they're in the playoffs. They're about to go against the Cincinnati Bengals. This is going to be one of those games. That's not highlighted. It's going to be an exciting game, but this is going to be one exciting game. Ken Tyrod plays on special teams in this matchup where they probably would need all three phases to be able to pull off this win against this high-powered Cincinnati Bengals team. We're looking forward to seeing Tyrod Johnson making a big play on special teams. And, heck, maybe they may use him a couple of times on some plays out there in the field. He has lined up with the offensive unit. He just has not received the ball yet. But things may change as one of those weapons that I can see the Raiders using to really surprise the, um, the Bengals in this wild card weekend. Chris Banjo, Chris Banjo, defensive back for the Carolina, um, for the um, Arizona Cardinals. Arizona Cardinals, we know about their story all year. They start off hot, the last team to, um, in, this, in this season to, to lose a game, start off strong, had their hiccups, but they still managed to get into the playoffs. 
Um, this weekend, they go up against the Los Angeles Rams. Both sides of the ball have some players from the regional combine that will contribute heavily, only probably solely on special teams. Now, Chris Banjo came to the process in 2013, spent most of his time with the you know, Green Bay Packers, had a stint with the New Orleans Saints, but this is his second year, the um, Cardinals. Solid, solid season so far, especially on, on special teams. Now, he was able to touch the ball only one time as an offensive player when he was a member of the Packers. And that was in a swivel kick when it kicked off. But it didn't mean anything. Nobody remembers that. However, everybody probably will remember what he did against the Dallas Cowboys in week 17 when he actually had through a pass to Jonathan Ward, where Jonathan Ward caught the ball on the helmet of the Cowboys cornerback, brought the ball, ball down to his back, and then brought it to itself. An amazing catch. A throw that was a little underthrown, but Jonathan Ward still pulled the ball in with another version of the helmet catch. Now, the helmet catch does not sit well with me. It brought back bad memories, considering that the Patriots had lost due to David Tyree's helmet catch. One of the greatest catches of all time, but I'm forever devastated by that. <laughs> That's just a personal thing. But anyway, Chris Banjo, solid play he did for the against the Dallas Cowboys. Question is, what will he be able to do against the Los Angeles Rams? They're going to need him to make some plays out there. He is a captain of the special teams. You know, this is how he's making his living, how he's taking care of his beautiful family. So let's see what he's going to do in that matchup. And also in, tune, also in, that, in that matchup, Johnny Heckler, coming for the Rams. Field positioning is going to be a major thing. They definitely need to um, win the battle field positioning. And Johnny Heckler is one of the better punters in the league, former four-time all-pro punter. Let's see what he's going to do to help battle win the, the battle of field positioning in that matchup. Solid, solid stuff, like I said, across the board. Let's see what these guys are going to do. And then F.A. Abbott, Buffalo Bills defensive end, going up against the Patriots for the third time this season. Can he or will he, will he be able to get – to the quarterback. Will he get to Mac Jones, make things hard for that young rookie quarterback for the New England Patriots? And then Jason Huntley, if he plays, what kind of impact he's going to have against the reigning Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay is really good against the run. The, um, the Eagles definitely would have their hands for um, in that game. But let's see what this regional combine pioneer is going to do if given the opportunity. Now, here we go, folks. The HBCU presence in the NFL this season. By one player, I would say it was a little better this year. They wrapped up the season with 30 HBCU players in the NFL, 30 players. And coming into this postseason, through the Rock Hall weekend, we have several players that will be playing this year, I mean this weekend, and will play in major, major roles. Now, now, talking about the major roles, we're going to jump right into it. Javar Hargrave. Defensive tackle for the Philadelphia Eagles. Hargrove had, I mean, Hargrave had his, had his best season as a pro. Check this out, folks. This season he had a career high in tackles with 63, a career high in 18 quarterback hits, a career high in sacks with 7.5, all career high. He also played in. 728 snaps on defense, 68% of the defensive snaps he played this year, another career high. This South Carolina State 
pioneer has really showed out ever since the scene for the Pittsburgh Steelers and has signed a mega contract with the Philadelphia Eagles. He, the Eagles, again, go up against the reigning Super Bowl champions, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The question is, will he be able to get to Tom Brady? Tom Brady gets the ball out of his hands very quickly, but Hargrave, with the type of year he's having, I can see that he can have some kind of impact in this game, but he has to make sure they stay consistent and make sure that they rotate him in there pretty good because I'm hyper sure the Bucs is going to make sure that they don't rotate their defense, the players in and out of the field, because they definitely want to make sure those guys stay off balance, make sure they stay tired. So I can see that's going to be that game plan because, trust me, they definitely going to game plan for Hargrave. He's one of the better defensive tackles in the league who can line up on the right, on the left side, sometimes play nose tackle. He's that legitimate player to watch out for. One of the best players today on the HBCU platform that may have an opportunity to make some big plays in the Super Wildcard weekend against the reigning Super Bowl champion, Buccaneers. Brandon Parker, offensive lineman for the Las Vegas Raiders. Now, Brandon Parker is one of those players that has been very consistent throughout his career and gotten better and better. Now, unfortunately, regional combine linebacker Denzel Good uh, was injured early in the season, and when he went down, it kind of made the open the door for Brandon to be on the field a lot more. As a matter of fact, after week four, after week four of the season, Brandon played in every single play except for seven plays, only seven plays, he missed, and that was in week 14 against the Kansas City Chiefs. Folks, he played in every single down. That's amazing, every single down. As a matter of fact, to be exact, he played in 882 snaps. That was about 77% of the offensive snaps for the Las Vegas Raiders this season. That is breathtaking for him to be in there on the field. This year, yes, when you play in so many snaps, you're about to have some penalties. Now, out of 882 snaps, he only had nine penalties that went against him. Five false starts, four holding penalties. That is incredible. That's, that's, that's big-time stuff right there for Brandon Parker. Out of 882 snaps, only nine penalties called against him. And this matchup, you know, he got to go up against the Cincinnati team. That's very underrated on their defense side of the ball. Will he continue to give Derek Carr the, the time that he needs to deliver the ball? They're going to need that time. They're going to need him to continue to play solid, solid ball, continue to bring that solid protection that he's been doing all season long. It cannot stop, and it won't stop. I believe Brandon Parker is going to really show out against the Cincinnati Bengals this weekend. Arizona Cardinals, going back to the Arizona Cardinals. Arizona Cardinals have two ACCU players. We have Antonio Hamilton, another South Carolina State pioneer, and then Josh Miles from Morgan State University. Both these guys will see, well, I would say more so with Antonio Hampton. He may see, he will see more on the field than Joshua Miles. Joshua Miles played in only 10 games this season and only played in 20 snaps on the offense side of the ball, which gave him like 3%. And then on special teams, he played in 40 snaps. 16% on special teams. So, if anything, we may see him more special teams where he will have to make an impact. But with, with Hamilton, it's on your Hamilton, 
He had two starts this season, two starts, a career high of 38 tackles, and he also had four pass defense, all career high. On the defense side of the ball, he played in 312 snaps. That was good enough for 29% of the defensive snaps. But on special teams, he played in 208, giving that about 47% of special teams play against the Rams. Will he have an opportunity? He will have an opportunity. But will he make a big play, a big stop in this matchup? Because it's going to be one of those. It's a game. You cannot lose. There's no next week. They're going to need everybody on deck. And I really believe that Antonio Hamilton can be can make that play on the field, knowing that he's going to get some solid, solid round receivers. Cooper Cup one of is, is showing that he's one of the better receivers in the league. Definitely top five. A fantastic year. He led the, the he led the all the receivers this year in all the categories of reception, yards, and touchdowns. An amazing, amazing season for Cooper Cup in the slot. Antonio Hamilton plays against the slot pretty well. Where he will be lined up against Cooper Cup. Let's see how he will actually do against this matchup, that Monday night game. It's going to be awesome. Watch out for what these ACCU players will do in Super Wild Card Weekend. Hope that is it. I hope everybody learned some good stuff, as you always do when you listen to Locker Talk, um, listen to Locker Talk on the Bachelor News Radio Network. Make sure you guys follow me on all my social handles on Twitter at Locker underscore Report, on Instagram Lock Report 100, all small caps. On Facebook, LockReport.com, and also LockReport broadcast that's on Facebook. But make sure you guys go to YouTube, subscribe to the channel. They're almost at 2,000 subscribers. Make sure you guys go lock in and see this show in its video format with great highlights and other surprises. But make sure you guys stay locked in to BastardNews.Airtime.Pro, where you can listen to this show repeatedly every time, 9 o'clock a.m. and 2 p.m. every single day. Everyone stay blessed. Be safe out there. Don't worry. I'll sound a whole lot better next week. (laughs) Everyone stay blessed. Talk to you guys soon. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.